This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues, and the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. Hey, what? what's this envelope? Nicole, you've been served. Oh my god, you're getting a lawyer involved? I had to, because this is a hot dog as a sandwich. Or is it? Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. Hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Anaidi. And today is part three of us doing the damn thing, finally mm-hmm. trying to end the debate of is a hot dog a sandwich? And I say trying, Nicole, we're trying so hard. <laughs> yeah, it's getting really hairy, you know. The philosopher totally rocked my world, made me yeah. think one way, and now Mr. Lawyer Man's making me think a totally another way. Like, what am I supposed to do here? You can tell why from our previous two conversations, mm-hmm. a lot of people who go to law school started out as philosophy majors, Sure, right? a lot of people do get their philosophy. Yeah, that's right. That's because right. You, you go from the, like the abstract of the philosophy where Calvin was literally talking about Socratic forms and human-made artifacts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and hot dogs and how that relates to ethics Correct. and all that. And then, you know, we got Alex, our lawyer, who won. He's not just any lawyer. Uh, he wrote this paper. This is how we got in contact <laughs> with yeah. him, uh, where he actually argued that the government needs to take a stronger stance on what a sandwich that's is. Right. And so we get all into that on the discussion. It's incredible. But you go from the abstract of how to argue something, how to think about the world, into the practical of how do you create laws based on that. And so to me, that was really fascinating. Totally. I mean, he just seems so, he thought one way, he thought another, kind of like lawyers do, you know, all they have to do is take the law and question it (laughs) to defend the people that they're trying to defend. So hot dogs, sandwiches, burritos, wraps, everything. It's you got to take everything into account because those exist in the world. And it's literally a lawyer's job to decide how to draw lines in the world. You know, that separates order from chaos. Also, I felt like I was watching Alex lawyer against himself. I know that was the best part. Yeah. His like brain was being racked of like, do I want the government to define sandwiches? Do I need to define them anymore? Who knows? It was like watching a, a really skilled quarterback throw the ball as far as he could run under it and catch it. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, it's an incredible conversation. Uh, this is the first time that this is stuff that actually affects your life. Sure. In the hot dog debate, it is absolutely heating up. Please enjoy our conversation with lawyer Alex Park. Nicole, there's something I realized about this whole debate. What's that? We're not actually talking about whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich, right? We know what, what a hot dog is. We know what a hot dog is. What That's we're the actually name of the pond. No, 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 no. Let me explain. Ugh. What we're really talking about here is what is a sandwich. That's the whole key to this. Well, you have to I define a sandwich. You have to, yeah, I guess you have to define a sandwich before you define all the other things that potentially could be a sandwich, and right? That's, that's the sticking point. That's what okay. they call like the impasse of this whole debate, right? Mm-hmm. Is no one can define what a sandwich is. We talked mm-hmm. to historian Ken Albala. Yes. And he takes a very historical perspective of it, right? Because sandwich, he's a historian. He's a, obviously, yeah. right? He was like, sandwich <laughs> was invented 1762. John Montague, Earl of Sandwich, two slices of bread. That's what it has to be. Mm-hmm. Then we talked to Professor Calvin Normore. The metaphysicist, right? Mm-hmm. Who comes in here and he's like, no, no, no. Sandwiches exist on a continuum. You have the perfect stereotype of a sandwich. The ham on rye all the way down to the aberrations like a cracker with cheese. And it is up to society to draw the line of where the sandwich Correct. is. But Nicole, we need help to actually draw that line. I guess we do. We need an agent of order amid the chaos. <laughs> okay. And that's where we get Alex Bark, lawyer, Esquire. Alex, welcome. Es- yeah, do you go by Esquire? Is that a term that people use? Um, I prefer not to use it, but yeah, people will throw it out there. Strike it from the record. <laughs> no longer say Esquire. Nicole, stop badgering the witness. Sorry, we're getting all the lawyer terms that we know. Yeah, yeah. Habeas really. Corpus. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> all right, so uh, Alex, first of all, man, thank you so much for yeah, joining us. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited uh, to get to the bottom of this. It's exciting. First off, do you do you think that we can actually end this debate? We, as in no. us three. No. Oh, well, no, why I, not? I, I think, well, maybe, maybe we'll come to like a consensus here mm. and we can agree on something because I was digging, you know, I was digging into it more and more, you know, as I was preparing for this. And it's like, it's pretty complicated. So I think uh, it's, we might be able to come to a consensus, but I'm not sure about it. Did you prepare for this podcast in the same way that you would like prepare for <laughs> litigation? Uh, yeah, I would say, well, you know, I, I would say I did a good, good for amount you. of research, a good amount of research, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. Well, so the reason we got in touch with you is because you wrote a piece for the Minnesota Law Review, this mm-hmm. is when I believe you were in law school, called Constructing the Sandwich, where you argued that the government needs to take a stronger hand yes. in defining <laughs> a sandwich, and you yourself set out an actual groundwork and a template for what that means. Can you mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about this piece? Yeah, so uh, like you said, it was when I was a law student, um, basically... This started off as a lunchtime debate between my friend and I. So nice. I want to give a quick shout out to my friend, Hunter. Uh, he's going to be very surprised when he hears about this. <laughs> hey, Hunter! <laughs> um, so basically, we would go to lunch like once a week. We would uh, we love eating together, talk about whatever. So we were debating about, you know, what is actually a sandwich? And I had this blog post coming up that was due for Law Review. So I was debating, you know, should I write about something like related to soccer and like the relegation system <laughs> in the U.S.? <laughs> Or should I write about sandwiches? And the editor at the time, she was like, no, you have to write about sandwiches. You don't have a choice anymore. <laughs> and so, look at you now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, look at me now. So now I'm here. So uh, thank you uh, to Hunter. Thank you to my editor. Uh, it's all led to this moment, the the climax, the apex. So yeah, it's um, it's like really popular to talk about, you know, whether what is a sandwich? What mm-hmm. does it mean? Yeah. And, it, and it seems to be like, go through cycles of being like a really popular hot topic and like kind of dying away and then coming back. Mm. And um, I think 
people, it's all like fun and games, but then sometimes there is like, you know, actual like consequences for people, particularly like food vendors, maybe mm-hmm. shopping malls sure. that, you know, the meaning of a sandwich actually really does matter. And as you guys stated, like we don't, there isn't really a precise definition mm-hmm. or one that people can agree to. So I try to set out and like propose a definition, which I think is not really, um, encompassing everything now that I've like dug into it a little more mm-hmm. like I don't think it's uh like broad enough but it is like what I was trying to do so well let's let's go into the reasons let's go into the reasons why we would actually need to define this because you write about a court case I was gonna say famous but I think it might only be famous <laughs> to, to like us, us. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, but this is it's a white city shopping center mm-hmm. versus PR restaurants can you tell me about yeah. the case yeah, so basically, like, uh, there was, like, a shopping center, and they came to an agreement. They had a contract with, like, a food vendor that was, like, you know, you can't, we're not going to have another food vendor within your, like, vicinity that sells, yeah. like, more than 10% sandwiches. Mm. And I think, like, whatever store was originally there, a new, like, Qdoba or something was going to open up. And they're, like, no, like, you can't do this. This is against, like, you know, our contract. You're... Qdoba is like a sandwich purveyor and it went to court and basically it was like, well, burritos are not sandwiches, but they didn't really have like a precise definition. They're like, oh, you know, you should use some common sense and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll look at this sure. dictionary definition. And that's why, like, you know, basically, you know, a burrito is just not a sandwich. You know, yeah. that's basically what it came down to. So, well, th- it's really interesting to me that in this case, you actually I mean, one, it's such a silly freaking topic. Like, we think yeah. this podcast is uh, hilarious that it even <laughs> exists, right? We're talking about sure. our Pop-Tarts ravioli on this podcast. But, like, is a burrito a sandwich is literally a question that came before the judge at a high court. That's and, like, hilarious. what I think is funny is they, like, didn't seem to have the tools to be able to answer it. Like, they were scraping at dictionary definitions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is wild because we talked about with a mm-hmm. philosopher the difference between descriptive and prescriptive language. Correct. Like, does a dictionary define what something is? Or, or does, do, a dic- does society define what the dictionary definition is? Yeah, and then the dictionary yeah. reflects that. But mm-hmm. in this court case, they were, I mean, they defined a sandwich, right, by the dictionary definition. of, And I believe it said right. two thin slices of bread with a thin layer of filling, which is even stranger because like thin what, is, layer. what does thin mean what does thin I mean? like thick boy yeah. sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think maybe that's like the baseline definition of a sandwich maybe that's what they're trying to get at like Merriam Webster's was like you need this at well I don't know for sure but maybe they're like you know maybe you need this at minimum mm-hmm. to be like considered a sandwich. As a sandwich yeah yeah but then yeah can, so you, it, can, you, can you tell me about what the term common sense means because I've heard that term before like a common sense definition of and I've heard that come up in legal mm. cases but like uh, I don't know that I have common sense common sense ain't so <laughs> common probably have a t-shirt that says that <laughs> <laughs> um I would probably just define it as like what the general population, mm. like the majority of people may consider. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how I would interpret it. Mm. So, yeah. Un- under your understanding of what a common sense definition of a sandwich is, like take out the dictionary definition. Mm-hmm. To me, that is why, Alex, that's why I'm wearing this t-shirt right now that says a hot dog <laughs> sandwich. You can get it at mythical.com. Shout out, merch. Got to plug the merch. I'm wearing uh, it too. But that's why I'm wearing it is because to me, the common sense definition of sandwich is simply just like, Leavened bread and filling equals sandwich. And to me, this is a common sense definition. You know what I mean? And so that's where I've gotten tripped up. I, I've gotten more complicated in my beliefs, but that was yeah. where I'm at. 
Yeah, so I think like I would agree that a hot dog should be considered a sandwich, actually. And I think part of Interesting. like, yeah, I think like the I think it was like the National Hot Dog Council of like America. <laughs> they said they said like no, like a hot dog is not a sandwich. But when you're looking at like the definition, like anything you can think of for like a sandwich, like it doesn't necessarily have to be like two pieces of bread, right? Because if you go to like Subway or Jersey Mike's. It's actually like a hoagie roll and that, how do you like different, is that not considered a sandwich? I, I mean, I think anyone would well, say that is hold a on, sandwich. Can, Nicole, can I just, uh, not anyone though, because what we found out, historian, give me one second, Ken Albala, <laughs> the historian, we posed that same thing to him, right? Ditto for a sausage sandwich served inside of a roll that's not a hot dog. Yeah. Uh, he actually disagreed that a sub is a sandwich. Yes, he, he simply did say said that, that it, it exists on a separate linear plane, and that we simply okay. don't have the language to, to define accurately it. describe yeah. what that is. My question is: If I work at a Jimmy John's, and in my contract it says you are not allowed to work at a sandwich shop five years later, which is actually something That's a real thing. that yeah. was in a Jimmy John's <laughs> in, in in the in the uh, contracts that uh, workers would sign, and I go work at a Nathan's. Does that mean no, according to your definition? Like now that a hot dog is a sandwich legally, like now that means I can't work at a Nathan's. I can't work at a Cupid's. I can't work at any hot dog shop. That's not fair. They're so different. They're so different. (laughs) I think that might be, uh, well, I don't know for sure, but sometimes when there's really strict like non-compete provisions like Mm -hmm. that, like sometimes they're not always enforced Mm because like, let's see if you can only make a living like selling hot dogs, then how can they prevent you from making a living? Right. But mm-hmm. I think uh, that's why we need a definition for a sandwich, yeah. actually, I would say. I would argue, like, that's why we really need a more defined uh, way to, like, identify sandwiches versus, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't think a hot dog should be included. So it would, you know, be an important part of, you know, that hypothetical situation. Wait, really, really quick. I think I know the origins. Alex, do you know anything about Jimmy John's insane non-compete laws? Do you ever hear about that? No, I I don't. It was literally like employees. It was, wild. It yeah. was something like an eight year non compete yeah. where people making sandwiches for minimum wage were supposedly not allowed to work for any other sandwich chain. And then it's this went up against uh, to a judge, and he was like, "No, this is not enforceable. That's bonkers." Yeah. But I think I know the origin, which we're all from LA, and people on this podcast love when we get into insanely specific <laughs> LA details. But bear with me. <laughs> there was a sandwich shop in Westwood called Sockos. Okay. And there is sure. rumor. Oh. The guys that workaholics work there, there is rumor that somebody stole the bread recipe from Jimmy John's and started Sockos. And if you remember their bread, it was remarkably similar. I have a conspiracy theory that that's the reason Jimmy John's had a non-enforceable non Wow. Yeah. Anyways, that's just a bit of a sidebar yeah, of that LA was a history. Hardcore sidebar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you tell me the conclusion? Like, how did this... Um, how did this case of White City restaurants versus, or how did the case of White City shopping center versus PR restaurants end up? Yeah, so I believe the court was basically like, you know, this is a burrito is not a sandwich yeah. and it shouldn't be considered Correct. a sandwich. So, yeah, that's like basically what they stated. And, you know, you know, I guess if you were to extrapolate that, then they weren't in breach of their contract by allowing uh, Qdoba to open up near, like in the vicinity of this other uh, restaurant. That seems like a win. That seems that seems like a win for I, justice. Yeah, I in feel my mind, I feel right? like justice was served there. Yeah, the gavel <laughs> went down. Like nobody ever. The other so the other <laughs> restaurant I believe was Panera, which I haven't been to in about fifteen years. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm faced with a Panera or a burrito, those are not substitute goods for each other. Of course not. Right. But that said, a hot dog 
you know, in a you sandwich. A Those are dog, at least closer substitutes. You think goods. a hot dog is a substitute good for a tuna sandwich from Panera Bread with know. a side of tomato basil soup? No, or okay. a side uh, salad? Hold on, hold on. If however, though, like let's talk about uh, intent and what motivation people have to define sandwiches because different state laws define sandwiches Correct. differently based on, you know, effectively what the goal is, mm-hmm. right? And so New York, for instance, defines a sandwich as, I mean, they say, cold and hot sandwiches of every kind that are prepared and ready to be eaten, whether made on bread, on bagels, on rolls, in pitas, in wraps, or otherwise, regardless of the filling or number Ooh. of layers. So New York takes like a radical sandwich inclusionism. And the reason why is that New York, I believe, taxes. Taxes. Yeah. And so, like, you know, that kind of states that there are a lot of different reasons that you would want to classify things as sandwiches. But this is a miscarriage of justice. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, I think, like, you're right. Well, I guess it comes down to the money, right? They really want to collect on on taxes, I'm guessing. So they've created this super broad definition of sandwiches. Um, which I think like at first I was super opposed to that idea as mm-hmm. well. I was like, how can you include like a pita or like, I don't know, like a taco or like this or that, like as a sandwich. But I started like digging into it and you get, it gets kind of interesting. I think the pita poses like a lot of like questions and mm-hmm. problems, like it in defining does. a sandwich actually. Same. Yeah. So I don't know. I've been thinking about it a little bit and it's like, you know, is is the pita actually a sandwich? But I mean, do we do a disservice to like a pita by calling it a sandwich? Yeah. Or do we Disturb- do a disservice yeah. to a taco by calling it a sandwich too? And so that's that's where honestly the historical view mm-hmm. of this all comes into play, right? Is that the yeah. term sandwich? It's obviously an Anglo term. It's something that you know people in America, in Britain, in Europe. It, it was originally a British dude who mm-hmm. coined the term. His name, you know, sandwich is literally sandwich? a place. <laughs> um, and so, it, and it didn't come about till 1762. But obviously, people been throwing things in pitas for thousands of years. You know, that's just existed. Right. Yeah. So it's weird to impose the term sandwich. On that, and then going farther, if we're talking about like a John Bing, you know, or, or I mean, uh, any a Lafa wrap, it's like these things are getting farther and farther away from sandwich. But I think what New York did, and this is where I was like two weeks ago, hmm. Nicole, before we started this, this is where I was in my sandwich belief. I would have told you that all of these are sandwiches because they all share one thing in common, and. This is just the way that I love to eat food. It's not all leavened, though, because New York says that leavening doesn't have to be in the equation. They're saying burritos are sandwiches. (sighs) They are handheld foods meant to be eaten on the go, right? And so can that just be a definition of sandwich? Is that a way that we could define it? A handheld food meant to be eaten on the go. Like a handheld starch-wrapped food, which the starch wrapping helps you eat it on the go because it doesn't get your hands dirty. Huh. Right? That could be a definition of sandwich. Yeah, so I'm actually like kind of in line with that because when you think about when you go all the way back to like how the like sandwich was invented, it was like I think they the Earl of Sandwich like playing a card game or or something like that. Yeah, and they needed something to eat. But I'm sure like that was the reason like, you know, thousands of years ago when they had like flatbread or like, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So things that came before the sandwich. So I think like you have to look at like the purpose of what is a sandwich, like what purpose does it serve? And I think you're right, Josh, like it's really about like having something convenient that you can eat on the go, something handheld. So I think like when you if you think about it in that context, a lot of things fall under that now. Right. We have like the burrito, the hot dog, you know, the classic sandwich. We have like hoagie rolls. We have like tacos now. 
We have all bagel sandwiches, mm -hmm. bagels, like we have all, all sorts of stuff. So I think like, you know, do we call all of those things sandwiches or do we like scratch the name sandwich and come up with like a new <laughs> term that's like encompasses everything? Cause you know, you don't want to do a disservice to these other foods that actually True. came like before the sandwich. But I think it starts to include like a lot of things that people would, you know, be like, you know, no way can this be considered yeah. a sandwich. And that's where we get into the idea of common sense definition, right? Because no. an, an ice cream cone could be a sandwich no under this definition. Way. I an made it on the go. You mean I'm hopping me, around you Venice. Mean to tell me an, not, I'm looking sexy in my Daisy Dukes. I'm you mean to tell me cone. an ice cream sandwich is a sandwich? Just because it's called a sandwich? I, I don't, I, under this the framework, Nicole, I don't know where I said yet. I don't know where I said Do not put words in my mouth. <laughs> I know, but I think, okay, maybe, speak? maybe. Oh, Can I speak? I'm so sorry. You've been speak, talking speak. this whole time. Go. Eric, go. He doesn't go, 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 go. let me speak anymore, Maggie. You, so the art of sandwiching something does not mean that it, that thing is a sandwich. I would agree with that, yes. Okay, so I think sandwich as a example, verb is distinctly different from sandwich as a exactly. noun. Exactly. So if I am sandwiching a cookie and ice cream and a cookie and I eat it, that is not the same as a ham sandwich. I'm so sorry. No, I agree with you. It I is agree not with you, the Nicole. same, but it's right. a handheld starch food on the go. So is it a sandwich? Well, no. No way, dude. Let's, let's start now. Now that we can, we have a place to start with of New York's radical sandwich inclusionism, I we just, can start making exceptions. I would say me. something that can reasonably be considered a substantively nutritious meal. <laughs> I think that's a a good starting point, and you know it'll knock out the desserts at least, right? Okay, exactly. Give me, yeah. Give me an out of the box example. I love that we have a mediator. Nicole. Yeah, I love that we just have, <laughs> we have legal counsel. <laughs> We've needed you for a long time. Um, <laughs> do you do friend divorces? Is that a thing? <laughs> friend like podcast divorce? Uh, what you said of... the D word already? I don't know. God. I think after today, I'm gonna add that into my resume too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, well, you're doing that, Nicole. I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk. But also, they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Hey, Nicole, you're not ready for this one. Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. A definition of okay, so then then give me an out of the box something that I wouldn't typically think of a sandwich as a sandwich according to your both of your definitions. S hit me with it. I would say a nice buckwheat crepe filled with ham and Gruyere cheese. That's a sandwich now under this. Well, and do that's you fun. agree? No. Okay. So right. I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> yeah. So I think like under like certain definitions, right? That that applies. But I think like. This is the part we need to, the nitty gritty now. We need yeah. to create like the exclusions of what, you know, I guess the masses want. Like, do we <laughs> want certain things to be okay. considered a sandwich or not? And should they, or is there just no way around it? Because I think when mm -hmm. you look at like, what was kind of interesting was uh, there's this other case, right? Sabritas v. U.S. Mm -hmm. yeah, that, uh, where they go really in depth about like bread, right? Because mm -hmm. you would think, 
like what's like a key characteristic of a sandwich? It's it's the bread. It's the bread. Like, yeah. What is what is considered like bread actually? Because I think in that case they're debating like is a hard taco shell like mm. bread? It, because if it was considered bread, they wouldn't be taxed. Like yeah, they wouldn't mm. have as much like tax, or it would be zero percent tax or something like that. But if it was considered like something else. Then it would be、uh, it would be taxed at like ten percent or something when it was being like imported or exported. So it's like they go into this super in depth conversation about bread, and I think because people don't really know, there aren't like legal like places to go look for definitions of like bread and this. So they were looking at like cookbooks. They had like expert witnesses, like to talk about bread. <laughs> Who was an、yeah. expert bread witness? Like a baker. Also, Sabritas, which is a division of Frito Lay, because <laughs> I boy do I love their little puffed wheat snacks. They're、yeah. like chicharrones, <laughs> arena man. They're sure, good. Sure, sure. But I mean, they straight up sued the United States. Like this is just Sabritas against <laughs> the, the most、uh, the empire. Wow, which is incredible. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, and yeah, I, I think that's fascinating because they tried to, and this kind of speaks into、uh, a bit of like a cultural centrism. Right when you're, you can only、yeah. view things through a certain lens. Because literally, they tried to classify taco shells under quote other bakers' wares, which had a higher tariff、right. rate, and so they didn't even know how to define it. They were like, "Er, I don't think this is bread, but they're not exactly chips, even though they kind of taste like chips."、Uh, we'll put it in other, and so、oh. that's where this started going down. And eventually,、uh, the court did dis- did side with Sabritas and say that this does qualify as bread. Right, and I believe the reason was because it's. It functions as bread, right? You use it to make a taco. You use it to make、uh, what is a substantively nutritious meal、mm. with a starch outside.、Mm. But that said, there was another thing that wasn't just taco shells and sabritas versus U.S. It was about Munchos potato chips. Y'all ever had a Muncho? Never have I ever had a Muncho. <laughs> I've never had a Muncho. <laughs> What the heck is a Muncho? You don't need to have a Muncho. You've never seen them at like a Seven Eleven. They're in the bright red bag and they look like、no. they're packaged in the sixties. No. They're okay. So they are a predecessor, <laughs> I believe, to the Pringle. Which、uh, are here, Alex? Maybe we can school you on some food law here. Yeah,、right? check this out. <laughs> yeah. So Pringles, people consider consider potato chips,、uh-huh. but they are not legally defined as potato chips. Correct. Potato product. They're,、yeah. I believe, a potato crisp. They got away with a processed potato crisp. It's a processed potato crisp、yeah. because you, you're not frying a whole slice of a potato、mm-hmm. like Lay's, like kettle, like whatever.、Mm-hmm. Um, you are Pulverizing the potato and dehydrating it, reformulating、yeah. it with different binders, and then putting it, you know,、uh, shaping it and frying it, and that's how munchos are made. And so you look at like the taco shells, where they say that well, it's the intent, it's the use that makes this bread.、Mm. But then in the case of munchos, they were like, no, these are not chips because the process to make them differs so much from that of a normal potato chip. And so that's what trips me out is it doesn't seem consistent, right? Right, and even within that case, because they were when they were talking about like bread and like what qualifies as bread, they were saying that like the frying process and the process of making like that hard taco shell doesn't necessarily mean it's not considered bread, right?、Mm-hmm. So it is like kind of inconsistent, and you know, again, like this is why we need to figure out, you know, what is a sandwich because we're gonna have these continue like inconsistent or like con- these inconsistencies will like. Continue if you know we don't have like 
you know, one solid definition, you know, well, and it's, it's difficult. It's hard, but let's get into the framework that you put forward in constructing the sandwich. I can, I can read it out for you. I got, I got a quote. Right yeah. Here. Okay. All right, cool. So this is what you propose. And I don't know if you still stand by this. This is when you were a young whippersnapper in law school, just a hard charging <laughs> bull. You know, you were summering with the, the law firms. Is that what they call it? Summering? Yeah. No summer. Yeah. yeah. Being a summer, a summer associate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you said a sandwich must consist of one slice of bread with filling placed upon it, so open-faced sandwich, or two or more separate slices of bread with filling between the two pieces. Additionally, single or multiple pieces of bread cannot be rolled together like a burrito wrap or taco. Mm -hmm. The filling cannot be placed inside the pocket of bread like pita. Mm. So under your framework, burritos, hot dogs, gyros, wraps, and tacos would not qualify as a sandwich. So you're on record. You're on record, sir, saying a hot dog would not qualify as a sandwich. But an open-faced sandwich, closed-faced sandwich, or burger would qualify as a sandwich. So you were formerly, at least, no on a hot dog as a sandwich, but yes on a burger as a sandwich. Yeah, I felt like the burger was just too hard to get around. And there's just <laughs> no way to like not call it a sandwich. It's like a, I guess, like a form of sandwich, if mm-hmm. you want to call it sure. that. And yeah, I've since this definition was created, I've changed my tune on certain <laughs> things like like the hot dog. Um, and I think like it's it's hard to like consider like what is actually like a sandwich and it's like yeah i keep saying that but it's so like difficult it's like this never-ending debate um and i have a hard time with like the open face sandwich actually now like i included that because other like legal authorities like states have included (laughs) included that as like open face sandwich you were swayed you were swayed yeah i was like who am i to argue against these you know these lawyers these government authorities but no like i like the open face sandwich is generally not like a convenient method of eating, right? I agree. You need like a fork and knife. You end up normally. holding it. Yeah. 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 And that's if it's not like soaked in gravy or like too heavy or something totally. like that, right? So <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know if like if we look at like the purpose of like a sandwich and like or what we want to consider like a sandwich, like it's not convenient at all, really. And I don't like that's where things get tricky though, because like Let's say, you know, a talk is a taco like a sandwich now because it is like a convenient method of eating, but no. it doesn't it doesn't have like a crease, right? Like like a hoagie, like mm. people come down on like this crease argument, like does it have to have like a crease maybe or does it need to be like it does it have to be like have a crease or does it have to be two slices of bread or does it need to be like one or the other? Can it include both? So um, I think there's like an argument to be made about like the crease in the sandwich and whether, mm. you know, that's like a qualifying part of being considered a Santa. The crease claw. The, cre- <laughs> <laughs> the sequel to the Santa Claus, not starring <laughs> Tim Allen. <laughs> saying weird stuff on Twitter these days. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. 
Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Finding a resolute definition that everybody can agree on, including the courts, the people, that seems impossible. You can you can yeah. do, you can do what New York did, but it's still it's a little unsettling, right? You know, telling yeah, somebody that a, a burrito is a sandwich. A buttered bagel is a sandwich. That's tough. I can't really. Yeah. I can't really, you know, agree with that. So I mean, is KFC it... Double Down. <laughs> that's not a sandwich. No, that's just a good meal. That's just I'll a tell good you meal what. that gets your fingers all sticky. There's something <laughs> comforting about. What I, Alexander, I asked you earlier about constitutional law. How much do you know about originalism versus living constitutionalism? Oh, good grief. Oh, um, a little. I would say, like, if we're going to go by, like, all the way back to England and, like, be like, oh, you know, what's the purpose of a sandwich? We're kind of going by, like, you know, like, originalism and right? like, taking a more conservative approach. Nicole, buckle up. This is going to suck. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but if we think about, like, maybe like the const as some people like think about the constitution that it was written in a way to like evolve over time which is kind of crazy to me like how people back then like thought about like oh hundreds from years from now it'll be able to like adapt which is i mean it's awesome like i it's like it's just like mind-blowing that people were like so smart like in general that's why we have amendments what isn't that why we have amendments (laughs) well no but okay oh god i'm not about to draw a second amendment (laughs) parallel am i don't do it No, but like literally i mean the term sandwich as used back in 1762 right Uh you can view that as two slices of bread that's what count albala our historian believed if you're an originalist then you go, that is the only thing that a sandwich can be. But if you're like, say, a living sandwich, sandwich list, <laughs> then you <laughs> believe guess. that that definition can change. And I see why it's so much easier to be an originalist, right? Yeah, this it's a lot easier less stressful. If, if you just say this is a hard and fast rule and then we can build off of there because right now we're living in chaos. We're talking about ice cream cones, cookie sandwiches, yeah. crepes. And so I don't know, is there any sort of merit or is that a coward's way out just to say, a sandwich is two slices of bread. That's it. Well, I think there is merit to it because, yeah, it does make it easier to define. And in like in the legal context, like everyone can follow it. Right. Like mm-hmm. this is what it has to. You would basically be able to be like it needs X, Y, Z. Boom. Mm-hmm. Like that's a sandwich. But like, do we I don't know, like, do we do a disservice to certain things that might, you know, fall under that like category? I don't. So it's like it's uh it's like an easy way to define it, but I don't know if it's the right way to yeah. define it. And then you paint yourself into other corners like That's we're talking true. about with Subway, right? Yeah. Then yeah. we have to simply say Subway does not sell sandwiches. And there are even uh, strange laws about prepared foods. Like I, I'll mm-hmm. never forget when Subway's $5 footlong right deal was going on and Subway had just added toasters because Quiznos was breathing down their neck. RIP Quiznos, they made a great <laughs> sandwich. There's no more Quiznos? Uh, I think they're really struggling, mm. but they just there was a yeah, time Quiznos when Subway snaps. was threatened by Quiznos. It's because of this. That's <laughs> great commercial. Yeah, but Subway a commercial had, put a hex <laughs> on Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> Subway had just added toasters. Oh, it was the okay. first time. They didn't have toasters for forever. Subway toasters? What's a Subway toaster? You, they, they'll ask if you want your sandwich toasted. 
That didn't yeah. exist for That's like a ever, dude. So a toaster is a toasted Subway sandwich? No, no, no. I'm saying Subway put like the physical appliance of a toaster in their stores. Oh, I thought a toaster was like a, <laughs> yeah, was like a, yeah, like a new, new like, thing. Like a new thing. Hey, you haven't seen Steph Curry's commercial for the new Subway toaster? Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about, He's Subway like, toasters? like, I'm toasting up from three. And you... No, so Subway, they started taxing sandwiches that were toasted more huh. because they were now in like a different category of prepared food. Hot foods. They were, it was now a hot food as uh-huh. opposed to cold food. And cold food were meant to protect sandwiches. This happened in uh, New York, 1971 hot mm. dog tax, where they taxed <laughs> yeah. any hot meal that I believe was between 10 cents and a dollar at the mm. time. And wow. like the only damn food that fell in that category were hot dogs. And so even if you were to take, you know, this very strict originalist view, you're still going to end up with the same problems that you did before. Right. You know, where you're arguing Mm. different types. And I think it's interesting in the USDA. So we got a lot of different definitions of sandwiches from a lot of governing bodies here. Right. (laughs) So USDA gets into sandwich like foods and sandwich type foods Uh, and quote non-traditional sandwiches. What does that even mean? (laughs) So, okay, okay. So real quick, the USDA says, uh, or it distinguishes between closed and open-faced sandwiches, indicating that both are considered sandwiches. It also describes burritos and fajitas as quote sandwich-like. Fajitas? (laughs) Sandwich-like. Hamburgers and frankfurters as quote sandwich types. Mm. And then here's my favorite, strombolis as quote, not a traditional sandwich. First of all, plural of stromboli is stromboli. Uh, That's the plural. Okay. You have you have one strombolo, you got three stromboli. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, where, where do we, do, does that help anybody? Like sandwich-like, sandwich type, proto-sandwiches? Maybe. Um, I don't know, because that's like getting towards like more of that spectrum of a sandwich, yeah. right? And like defining things along the spectrum and... I don't know if that's like super helpful. I guess like if people were aware and like we we're always defining things like sandwich, sandwich, like sandwich type, then, you know, you would be able to write something like that, like in mm. a contract, like sandwich type, you know, as, you know, defined by the USDA or wow. something like that. I mean, is, is that a potential <laughs> fix, though? I mean, could we just I have just a, a hierarchy, a tier of sandwiches? So say you're oh. you're negotiating a contract and you can say, all right, we accept sandwiches, but not sandwich like foods or sandwich type foods. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would work. <laughs> Nicole, I'm having revelation. a revelation. I just like <laughs> sandwiches are <a> spectrum, <laughs> <laughs> and some things fall into the spectrum, but some things don't. And I don't think a hot dog fits into it. You think it's outside of the full spectrum of sandwiches? If a burrito is, a hot dog is. But a hamburger <laughs> can be on the spectrum. If you're a doe-eyed deer, do you care what kind of pants the guy who shot you was wearing? I don't know. What I, I was going to quote my cousin Bambi? Vinny at some point because <laughs> uh, I had to. Um, but really, yeah. you don't believe it would fall anywhere near the spectrum. I am literally, you know, the Kinsley scale? The kin- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, one, 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 I believe one, it's yeah. his- Wait, the Kinsey scale, I believe, is zero about, to six oh, based on purely gay and purely straight. Yeah, what so, were you, is that what you were talking I about? I think so. Yeah, I was talking <laughs> yeah. So some things, I mean, I mean, I'm just thinking of a rainbow right now. My brain has just <laughs> we Alex, you broke Nicole. You broke no, Nicole's. No, no, brain. no, you're helping me. Sometimes you need to break down to build back up again. So I'm thinking of a rainbow, okay? And then like like an Earl of Sandwich sandwich is like red, okay? Yeah. Because like that's evergreen. Like we know that that's, that's a sandwich. But then you get into and it's like subs, hoagies. And then it goes into like hamburgers. <laughs> like this is like, you have to understand that this is a very, this is like a revelation for me. But 
Hot dogs, I don't, I don't see it there. Hamburgers, I do. Wait, wait, wait. Hold Peter on. Pockets, not Let's really. Let's talk about the hot dog. Let's talk about the hot dog versus hamburger dichotomy because a lot of people, yeah. they would say, like, if you believe that a hot dog is not a sandwich, you are also, in not my true. belief, very likely to believe that a hamburger is not a sandwich. Not true. Not I true. think most people, I think, I think a poll would reflect that. And which was why I was shocked you by think Alex's. A poll? Why don't you make a poll? I will. I'm, I'm not right. I'm doing a podcast right now. Go make a poll, right? Now. You go to Pew Research Center, you know, you know Quinnipiac, you know? Quinnipiac. But, but no, that's why, Alex, I was shocked in your initial. I was shocked. What an overstated thing to say. You were, I was appalled. You were a little bit bemused. I was a little bit bemused, bemused by the fact that under your framework, a hot dog would not have been a sandwich, but a hamburger would have. Because to me, if we're talking about like a contract, right? So Panera Bread. I feel like a hot dog and a hamburger would be equally threatening competitors to a Panera, right? I guess, like, I don't totally agree that if you think, like, a hamburger is a sandwich, then, like, a hot dog. Like, if you if you believe that one is not a sandwich, then the other one is not also. I think, yeah. like, for me, the confusion about, like, the hot dog really comes down to, like, the hoagie, right? Or, like, a Subway Sandwich, like those types of rolls. But if a subway uh, moved uh, in, but if a subway, uh, hold on, if a subway moved no, no, next no. to a Panera, that's an obvious threat. Yes. And so if you don't consider a hot dog a sandwich, you wouldn't have to consider. And then Alex, Panera suing you into the ground. <laughs> if you open no, a but, mm-mm, mm-mm, I disagree. Okay. I'm saying like if you uh, if you consider like a subway sandwich to be a sandwich then you should consider a hot dog to be a sandwich as well. No, because if I own a shopping center and if I want to have a Panera and then I want to have a Nathan's right next to it, that's not a big deal for me because I know that they're not substitute goods for one one another, which is why I'm changing my shirt. Wait, but, but Nicole, so, okay, so now, I feel like I'm mediating now. Okay, so Alex just threw out, that's a bombshell, right? Yes. That if a Subway sandwich is a sandwich... Then so is a hot dog. No, which I agree. They're so phenotypically similar. The fillings are yeah. so different. But I mean, what if you add like a, a, a? I mean, think about a Venezuelan hot dog, right? That's what? a big old Italian roll with a wiener stuffed in there and a bunch of stuff on that. Yeah, Do you believe a that's dog. a sub? But no, that's, that's I don't so think similar. it's a sub. It's, it's just processed meat. It's not a sub. It's not a hoagie. It's not a grinder. That's a damn hot dog. So the tube of meat, the shape yes, of the tube meat. The tube is iconic. What about a frickandel? I don't that's care a, about a, the freaking Dutch. Let the record show that Nicole has. Do we have a stenographer? Let the record show that Nicole <laughs> has switched T-shirts and is now wearing a hot dog. Is not a sandwich. Maggie is our stenographer. Me. They got cool keyboards. <laughs> but I think like I mean, but a hot dog has like something inside. It's like a filling, right? Yeah. And it has like that crease too, same as like a a roll, I guess, like a subway sandwich has that single crease. But there's no way you could say like a subway sandwich with which also has the filling is like not a sandwich, I guess. But and then say like a hot dog is not a sandwich as well. Like it's they're they're basically the same. Are you calling me absurd? <laughs> no, no. Well, this is where this is where I had a lot of like I had to do a lot of thinking. Look, look, look inside myself. Like, is a hot dog really a sandwich? I did a lot of reflecting, meditation. Oh, you know, we've been it's there. Like, That's all I do. Yeah, <laughs> all I do I was, is reflect and meditate. <laughs> I'm like disagreeing with my my old definition, basically, and I think like I failed to see like. You know, I fail to recognize like a Subway sandwich or like a Jersey Mike sub like as a sandwich. But 
most people would consider, not everyone, but most people would consider that to be a sandwich as well. I consider them to be a sandwich too, but I think the tube of meat is so iconic that it deserves autonomy. Like, I, like it's just, it just doesn't make sense why it wouldn't. Well, so th- this is a good segue. Alex brought up the like the National Hot Dog Council, yes. which one, I would love to be president <laughs> Yeah, of me that too. One Can day. we get tickets? Can we just be like co-run yeah, co- yeah. the National Hot Dog Council? I don't want to run it. I just want to be a part of it. Yeah, I just want like, yeah, like an ambassador or something. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned <laughs> that they don't consider hot dogs to be a sandwich. And I think the reason that's why we're talking to a business person who has personal stake in this, right? That if you call a hot dog a sandwich, you are forsaking its cultural importance as a separate entity, right? And I think you can maybe even draw parallels to something like a taco. Like I am wholly unwilling to call a taco a sandwich. Me too. In in which this goes against like what we talked about with the New York law, right? Mm -hmm. But I can't bring myself as somebody who, one, grew up in Southern California and God, do I love Mexican food and and having the knowledge that tortillas predate leavened bread by 10,000 years. Sure. Call the spark, the miracle of nixtamalization to create corn, to call that a sandwich is a disservice. Totally. And if you're working for the National Hot Dog Council and you feel that strongly about hot dogs, also, I love that in this scenario, I assume everyone's working for the National Hot Dog Council out of passion, you know, and not just like, well, I don't know, as a franchisee of Wiener Schnitzel and I ended yeah. up here. Uh, but you're sort of, you know, you're denouncing it as as being important. Exactly. Same goes with a pita. Like, as a pita. Yeah. But, but listen, if I'm in the Middle East and I say, give me a pita sandwich... It's, if I say give me a pita, the, the sandwich is implied because you're cutting it open and you're filling it. Well, what do you mean the sandwich is implied? I don't think the sandwich is implied. If, if with a pita? Yeah, because I, you're just ordering a pita, like and like. Uh, oh, so you think that deserves its own its own iconicism as well? Well, they it call their own be. things, right? They they call yeah. you know a uh, uh, lafa pita. Yeah, it's like pita pocket, pita wrap, pita sandwich, pita. Yeah, pita was stuff. And I mean, that even, you know, uh, like we talked about with with our historian, Ken, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the sandwich predates the term sandwich. They literally, yeah. Yeah. Alex, this is what they literally called it in England. Uh, Shakespeare actually referenced it in his plays. Mm. It was called, wait for this branding nightmare, meat and bread. Meat and bread? That's what they called it. You go to a vendor, you go, give me some meat and bread, and they would give it to you, mm. right? And so, I mean, maybe the term doesn't need to be that defined, but again, in law, it does. Alex, right now, if we are to create a new legal framework that actually <laughs> yeah. is written into law that satisfies the most amount of people, because we're not going to end this debate for everybody, but what we can hope to do is satisfy the highest amount of people, Alexi de Tocqueville, tyranny of the majority, it's real, whatever. How do we define that? How do you define it right now? Yeah. So this is like a, a nightmare because I think <laughs> yes, it's so It really is. It really is. <laughs> yeah. So I... And like going back to like the pita, I think like there's so like the pita is so complicated because like like the rest of the Middle East. It's so complicated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to say it's like, you know, a sandwich is something that's filled. And if you want to go by like a definition of bread, like or what is considered bread, like I think a pita would fall under like, you know, a type of bread. essentially. It's it's leavened. It's baked. It's bread. Pita bread. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like, well, does it fall under a sandwich then? Because it gets it's complicated. But I think the the way to satisfy like the most people is maybe we toss out like the open face sandwich for now. <laughs> okay, cool. It's done. Because <laughs> that that creates a lot of like issues as well. Cause maybe if we get rid of like open face, okay. you know, things that are supposed to be like open or like are presented open, mm-hmm. maybe we can, you know, exclude the taco then, right? And then uh, exclude like I don't know like a a bagel that's just a half bagel mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. something on it. 
So we can start excluding some things. And I think that would, you know, make people happy. And then uh, I think like, you know, we have obviously something with two slices of bread is a sandwich, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just like a common theme among all definition of sandwiches. So we have to include that and it has to have some sort of filling. Now, what we want to consider filling like is just like a like butter good enough. Like, I think we have to maybe include like the that it has to be like a substantial meal. Substantial maybe. meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that yeah. can be defined. In, in, you can figure that out via like a common sense definition of what substantial meal means. Right. Like that's that's You're acceptable right. in a court. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're passing. I'm tracking so far. This is working for me. And I think we have to try and exclude things like a burrito or wrap, like things that are like enclosed, maybe like maybe mm. we want to take those things and exclude them from being considered a sandwich. And then that should alleviate some of those concerns. But I guess if you like mash like <laughs> a, a roll, like hard yeah. enough, it becomes like enclosed, but it's you know, it's meant to be open, like all the pictures show it like as open, you know, you could see like toppings on the side. So whereas like in a burrito, you you're not going to see the toppings on like the side of it, like it's closed completely, Mm. you know, and like in empanadas, like, well, I don't want to make things more complicated. Yeah, but not not that close. (laughs) Yeah, we're excluding empanada exclusionary rule. Yeah, so like those, maybe I think like, if we're if we can come to consensus like on those three things at least like you know that's like a really good framework for defining a sandwich and then maybe we'll have to like mm-hmm. exclude some more things like when we can think of them but um yeah i think things that are like you know traditionally flat and you roll wrap it or roll it that should be excluded okay and things that are like completely closed like the burrito let's take those out okay and then crepes. We'll take out the open face. Yeah. Uh-huh. So crepes like, were never really in there. Uh, the crepe was, yeah, yeah. that was stupid. <laughs> so that one is out now too. And like, you know, I think like we have, now we're left with like, you know, the roll, like a hoagie roll or like, you know, some kind of bread roll, like French bread or something. And then, uh, you know, like the traditional like slices of bread, I think. Do you guys agree? Or where do you think we stand now? <laughs> Here's the thing. I want to, Let's just talk about the legal system in general. We're searching, Nicole. You who and does I, the legal system protect? Who are you? Who, are you, who do you work for? <laughs> no, but like we want a simple cut and dry. One, I did agree with all of those points. I agreed with the majority my, of what you said. My yes. mind was creating exceptions and all this. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it's, it is a process, right? And that's how you create like precedent from cases. Due process. Right? Because right. they've the USDA, I mean, they did their damnedest US customs tried, to yeah. define what these, you mm-hmm. know, uh imports were. Yeah. And then yeah. you get cases like Sabritas versus the US that shows there are exceptions. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think we just have to view this as one, I think that's a great framework set out, but we also have to accept that there are going to be exclusions from the rule. They're going to be aberrations. There's going to be a new food that's invented. I mean, Ken was talking about how they make a sort of proto hot dog in uh, in Germany by creating a fully enclosed bread cone and just shoving a hot dog in there. And so, you know, you understand that the food is this like wide, vast, beautiful world. New things are going to come up. But I think if you have a framework like Alex set out, that's really helpful, you know? And so that's what we're doing right now with the hot dog. And so, I mean, Alex, final answer is a hot dog a sandwich? I, I'm going to have to go with yes. It is a sandwich. Mm, I agree. Under this newly proposed definition. 
it would still be considered a sandwich. Mm-mm. I fully agree. I Nicole, you're out. I don't agree. I'm sorry. I don't agree. Thank you for your That's lovely. Okay. Uh, thank you for your lovely uh, conversation. But I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> Alex, I'd like to sue Nicole for libel. I'd like to countersue Josh for libel. I'm going to countersue that countersuit. I want to counter. Nicole counter-sue stepped him. on my toe one day. Um, you stepped <laughs> on my toe more than once. <laughs> Uh, Alex, man, thank you thank so you much so for this much conversation. For uh, this is this is my favorite one so far. I feel like I have now more ammunition for all the people that come at me online about my bad opinions. And also, I know that we have legal counsel on retainer. Yeah, on so, retainer. <laughs> I don't know what retainer nice. means. Uh, Alex, I appreciate it, man. You thank got you, any uh, closing statements? Um, no, I mean, like, thank you guys for having me. This was great. I, uh, you know, it led to a lot of introspection. <laughs> I had to, you know, go against what I pre- what I previously believed, actually. So I think like it's really opened my mind to the world of sandwiches, and can't wait to, you know, see where this goes from here. Me too. Are you saying so we what? outlawyered you? Um. Well, you know, I was starting to change my mind like as time was going on, <laughs> but you know, I'm open to that too. You guys yeah. can outlawyer me; it's totally fine with me. You guys are the authorities on food. You know, I love you know, I love all your hot takes on food. So you know, I'll, I'll go with it. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait, do you want us to shout out Ballard Spar? Would they would they uh, would they think that's funny or would they like not want that? Oh, I would say like gen- they seem pretty pumped about this oh, appearance yeah. actually, and they think it's pretty funny. So yeah, we could give a shout out to a Ballard Spar LLP, where uh, you know I'm a mergers and acquisitions attorney in the business transactions department. We do a lot of like emerging company venture capital work as well. We have a big media law practice as well, so all like related to corporate work. So yeah, it's been. Uh, you know, Ballard Spar, thank you guys for letting me do this. Really happy to be representing you. Shout out Ballard Spar. Ballard Spar has always been me and Nicole's favorite law firm in the greater St. Paul, Minneapolis area. That's right. <laughs> That's where y'all are, right? Well, we're actually a national firm and the headquarters in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh. And we have 15 offices, including Los Angeles. So, yeah, but I'm in the Minneapolis office. Nice. Uh, we have a, a strong contingent of attorneys here in Minneapolis. Heck yeah, we're going to stop by the LA office and just bring hot dogs and they're going to be like, what the hell is wrong what with is, you? Please leave on? our nice building. <laughs> All right, thanks again, Alex. Thanks, Alex. All right, thank you. Cheers, man. Nicole, words cannot express how meaningful <laughs> that conversation was to me. Josh, I got to tell you something. You're sweaty again. <laughs> yeah. What happened? I thought I wouldn't. Okay, so I'll tell you why I've been so sweaty. It's because I've been building this series up in my mind for sure. so long. Yeah, the passion. Right? Just the, coming out of your the pores. The passion, yeah, because I I don't know. This is It's the namesake debate, yeah. and I wanted to treat it very seriously, and I hope that people understand that we are. Super serious. I mean, you and I can only get so serious yeah, before we true. start uh, just screaming my cousin Vinny lines at a mergers <laughs> and acquisitions lawyer in Minnesota. You know what I mean? Um, but this was really clarifying to me in a way, right? Not to me. It was the opposite. <laughs> it was, it was um, what's the opposite of clarifying? Obfuscating. Muddying. I was so so obfuscated. I'm I'm thoroughly obfuscated. Oh, where do you stand now? Alex is gone. Where do you stand? You're talking about rainbows and spectrums. I think a Alex hot dog is not a sandwich. Lawyered you into like hot dog synesthesia. Yeah, like I how Kanye sees music I have and colors. Synesthesia. Do you? I have a very specific form. Can't uh, talk about it on the podcast. Um, oh, <laughs> bro, but, what? <laughs> but like, I just can't. Um, I just can't wrap my head around the fact that a hot dog is a sandwich. He tried. And I just yeah. now I'm just rebelling. Yeah. I'll leave I don't want the government in my hot dogs. I, I don't want <laughs> philosophy in my hot dogs. I don't want history in my hot dogs. I want none of that. I don't care anymore. I'm rebelling. A okay. hot dog is not a sandwich. So I came away from that. He posited that 
if you believe a Subway sandwich, a hoagie mm-hmm. is a sandwich, you must believe a hot dog is a sandwich. I agree with that. And that has been one of my original stances. You firmly <laughs> disagree. I do. But it seems like there's not a lot of logic in the disagreement, if that makes sense, right? If you're saying that's that it's just true. a tube of meat. However, that's why I'm really, really glad next week we're talking to Morgan Walsh, business person, that's hot right. dog shop owner of Cupid's Hot Dogs out in the Valley. That's right. I feel like I'm setting up for... The big thing we've been missing here mm-hmm. is emotion, right? That's true. History, That's philosophy, law. We need some actual pathos in this. We need some emotion about like, hey, here's why a hot dog is different. I need someone who makes money off of hot dogs yeah. to tell me if a hot dog is a sandwich. Their livelihood is tethered to it. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. And so I, right now, I am firmly more than ever a hot dog is a sandwich. And I think that needs to be written into law. But also I see the cracks. I can see where the yep. cracks open up, right? If life was based purely on logic, we would all just be blobs. And, and the yeah. law changes all the time, right? And yeah, philosophers right. never give you straight answers. That's and right. Historians, I don't know. They just kind of They just kind of reread stuff. Yeah, reread just stuff that there. other people did. Oh, man. Well, this is, woo, I'm still sweating. All right. And, uh, y'all know it wouldn't be a hot dog as a sandwich without hearing from you. So it's time. Time for Opinions Opinions Are Like Casseroles! First up, we got at DarthRath24. The best hot dog is your average whatever store brand, good old reliable, roasted over a campfire, but not for too long. Mustard, ketchup, maybe sauerkraut to make an interesting done. Mm. Campfire dog. Sounds good. I love campfire dogs. I've never had one. I don't know how. I've missed missed that... Have you never had a campfire dog? I don't, you? I've, and I spent plenty of time in the Pukanoos at my, at my Nana's lake house when I was like a small kid. <laughs> yeah, because I had a great time at Lake Wall and Pop back in the Pukanoos. Um, and we had campfires going. We'd make s'mores all the time and mm-hmm. somehow never roasted a hot dog over a An purely wild fire. Well, honey, I know it's you weird. It sounds good. I love, I love a good the, grilled hot dog. The casing gets all crackly and burnt, but the hot dog still stays kind of cold. <laughs> it's it's just temperature danger zone, 100%. It's like but tuna it's so, tataki. But it's so... <laughs> <laughs> when I sear it outside. <laughs> but it's so fun. There's nothing like roasting weenies over a fire. Have you I done s'mores? Do I've No, I do s'mores all the time. Not only that, I've mm. cooked, I've like cooked uh, really nice meals over campfires, yeah, I'll like yeah, yeah. make a jerry rigged grill sure, sure, and all sure. that. You wrap everything in foil, bury huh. it in the coals, do that. I just like, I don't know. Now all I want to do is just roast a hot dog over an open fire. Like I our, want like you to do that used too. To do Come over to the campsite. This sounds good. Darth, we're coming camping with you. Good news. Farva318 says a hot dog bun is best <laughs> left untoasted. While you would normally want the textual difference between the bun and the dog, toasting the bun tends to take away its sweetness. I 100% agree. I love an untoasted burger. I'm uh, not a burger bun. A <laughs> hot dog bun. Burger buns, I do like toasted. I agree with that. But hot dog bun, leave it soft, leave it squishy, leave it delicious. I agree entirely. We were actually talking about this yesterday. Yeah. I think a hot dog can get ruined with a toasted bun, especially crunchy. people crunchy. It gets crunchy. Don't that. And the reason you want, in my opinion, a toasted bun with a burger is that there is there are exogenous juices. Exogenous new I don't know what the word, word exogenous means. Does someone look it up? But there are exogenous <laughs> juices in a burger, right, that you need some protection from. A hot dog, it's so processed that the juiciness <laughs> stays on the inside. Exogenous, relating to or developing from external factors. Boom, exogenous juices in a burger. I mean, it's not exogenous because you're actively putting the juices on the burger and the burger has the juices. Sounds sexy. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I agree. I like steamed hot dog buns. I never thought about it taking away from the sweetness, Mm -hmm. but I agree with that because when it's uh, just kind of steamed from the hot dog sweat, 
then you get like this almost cakey quality totally. to it. Mm. And that's why I yeah. love hot dogs cooked in dirty water. Because it, it makes the bun even softer. <laughs> I'm not going to agree with that, but... Uh, give me the dirty water dogs. <laughs> I just want to think of consomme from the hot dog. Just give me the cup. That's so disgusting. All right. So <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> All right. At IRC Lee 2000, the only way to eat a hot dog is with mac and cheese. Whether you eat <laughs> mac and cheese on the side or cut the hot dog up in the mac ah. and cheese. If you eat a hot dog all by itself or with any other side of the mac and cheese, you are hot dogging incorrectly. You know what's funny? They spelled hot dogging as a verb with two words. Yeah. Technically, it's one. Shout out Scrabble. Um, <laughs> do you, did you ever eat hot dogs and mac and cheese? Of up? course. We actually did a whole video about it together. If you we remember, Josh, Josh, Josh's memory like deletes like a Dude, floppy disk. Too like, <laughs> much content. We can't made remember anything we do. Craft mac and cheese. I don't remember the name of my Hebrew son. Nationals, Balthamos, uh, and uh, ketchup. Uh, I, I yeah, I absolutely love you cut up the hot dogs, Hebrew National, because you want the beefy quality. Yeah, beef beef. If you're using like a store bought box mac and cheese, then like it, it doesn't taste particularly cheesy. It's kind of just creamy and muted. Totally. Yeah, the beef. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's great. It's comforting. Yeah, I love that it's muted a mouth hug. Yeah, that muted flavor. But then you get the beefy dogs, and and this, I will put some ketchup, maybe a little sriracha on there. Yeah, huge. I haven't had it in a long time, but like that's that sounds like a hug, a mouth hug. I right, do want one more. Let's do one more. Uh, Golden Cheesy says the chili dog is the next evolution. <laughs> what? Oh, chili spelled C H I L L Y. That's right. A cold hot dog. You thought the hot ones had infinite pli- pliability? Nah. Um, <laughs> the idea of just straight up eating a cold hot dog can't do it. Yeah, I do a lot of things. Can't do that. Why not? You'd eat cold bologna. You'd, you'd eat bologna both hot and cold. Why not hot dog? Hot dog's just little bitty bologna. It's the shape. Yeah, you don't like the cold you up. phallus. It's, it's the really cold, cold phallus. And there's like there's like a, a like there's a wetness that I just can't get around. <laughs> Try it off on some paper towels. Why would I? If I'm gonna do that extra step, why don't I just put it in the microwave for like seven seconds? Actually, I do that. Yeah, I am the same way. I can't stomach cold hot dogs yeah, for some reason, and I understand that it's the same baloney. And for some reason, it's a mental block. Can't do it. I might try it. Uh, with you, I have a buddy that's from Guam, and he eats uh <laughs> I'm cold try it spam. With you. What? Gonna, yeah, I don't know why I said that. That was really weird. Golden cheesy. I'm not gonna like come to your. You're gonna go to their home. freaking apartment. I'm guessing it's an apartment. I don't know. Well, I don't no, know they, why. They have a nice home in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They have a big old ranch style house. Um, <laughs> I think they I have, have a dingy apartment in Chicago, just like <laughs> eating cold hot dogs. <laughs> I don't. They could be in a McMansion, in Rancho Cucamonga. We don't, we don't know where they're eating. Cold. We don't know What's where they're a McMansion? eating. McMansion. You know a McMansion is like when you build a giant development with these giant mansions, but they uh-huh. all look the same. So oh. it's like a McDonald's franchise, but mansions like they're all just the same. You know what I mean? It's like creepy. Can we build a McMansion Dude, together? I, listen, I know they like suck, they're bad or whatever. I want to live in a McMansion. Let's guys. Find, I just want to pool. I just want to pool. Let's find a place. I want do my it. hot dogs warm and I want Nevada. my mansions mixed. Let's do it in Nevada. Yeah. What are you We're doing? We're going to Mexico? Henderson, Nevada, baby. <laughs> 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 and also, hey, don't forget to go vote your conscience, support your own hot dog values by going to mythical.com, checking out our a hot dog is a sandwich or a hot dog is not a sandwich campaign t shirts. Uh, Nicole and I are really stoked on these. We helped on the designs. Yeah, Kinda. we did. We, we, we just did, like we just said yes or no. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but we have an incredible design team, That's and uh, the t-shirts are incredible. And we're excited to be donating a portion of the proceeds to No Kid Hungry, a nonprofit working to solve problems of hunger and poverty in the United States and around the world. Choose your side and let the whole world know. Shirts available for a limited time at mythical.com. And we've only got a couple episodes left for this series, and we want you to be a part of the finale. 
Coming up on July 31st, we'll be taking our podcast to the people. So if you live in the LA area or you got a full tank of gas and really feel like driving or like you got a Southwest points, we want to invite you to come <laughs> see us at Smorgasburg, LA on July 31st. There'll be podcasting, great food, a couple other fun surprises. You really don't want to miss it. I'm super stoked. So stay tuned on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen for all the details. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide, hide it. it. I'm, I'm about, about to, to go to Smorgasburg and sell hot, hot dogs. Podcast. Hot car. That was brutal. <laughs> and on that embarrassing note, thank you for listening to a Hot Dogs a Sandwich. If you want to be featured on Opinions or Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or and Handy's Auto with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. For more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. And stay tuned next week when we speak to a real life hot dog business <gasps> person on a Hot Dogs a Sandwich. Or is it? Was I supposed to do that with you? I don't know. Sorry. We'll see you next time.